0: For the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast is fueled by the manshake. I lost 30 kilos in 10 months using this meal replacement shake. If you want to support the show and max in my weight loss journey or to even start your own, click the link in the description below. The manshake. Real blokes, real results. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Kirchhoff. And this is For the Players, the pop as PlayStation podcast with the 40 years of playing PlayStation 8 plus years and the games of media combined. I want to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. Fifth time's this, the charm. <laughs> this
1: PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter, all of those links can be found in the description below. If
0: you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation podcast pardon me <laughs> if uh, if you are listening to us on podcast service be sure to give us a 5 star rating and a written review if you are watching us on YouTube be sure to like subscribe leave a comment below I endeavour to answer every single comment and if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop cultures as well as our merchandise store slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it yes buddy Uh, I don't know. You have to. Mummy will have to help you out, buddy. How are you I can't. I'm doing a show. Well, do have to. Well, your mummy will show. You. She's got instructions. Hi everyone, by the way. How you're doing? I. Know.
1: <laughs> Door, please. Yeah, I know. I um I put it on, right on seven o'clock. Uh, uh, Game on, catch on the chat. There are so many people watching Witcher right now. Right on seven o'clock, I reset my Netflix, turned it back on. I've never seen my
0: wife run so fast to
1: get in front of the TV.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so my son is still having tr- like It's a week later. Still having trouble with his Rhinox Beast Wars Transformer. Uh, he needed my help for a second there. But hi, everyone. Welcome to the final episode of For the Players for the Year. It is our fifth annual FTP Game Awards. It's like the other ones. But Stacks worse. Um, Even they were bad. You should see what we have to do. It's it's, it's bad. It's bad. How are you, dude? Yeah, not too bad. How's the things? How's the week been?
1: It has been an interesting end of my week.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah?
1: (laughs) So, for those of you playing at home... I think I know
0: where your story's going, so...
1: (laughs) Yeah, for those of you playing at home, um, my mum has flown down from Queensland now that all the borders have opened up. And, uh, to see, you know, me, my, my kid, cause it's, uh, she's turning two in a couple of days. So she's coming down for, for that. And while she's spending, she spent, uh, the, the better part of this week in Melbourne with my sister and they caught up with some people. And then, uh, yesterday, Wednesday, Wednesday, um, they get told, Hey, uh, turns out I'm a close contact for an Omicron case. So I've gone to get tested. I'll let you know asap. Now this person is a family member, and my mum and sister were like, "Hey, you know how concerned should we be? You know, did you did you physically come in, co- into contact with this person, or were you just a close contact? So you were like in the same building as them, and uh, you know because family is always the most helpful. It was just, oh, I, I was a clo- I'm a close contact, so you just have to treat treat me as a close contact. And they're like, "Yeah, but." You know, just for our peace of mind, did you did you see this person, or did yeah, you like? Were you, you in the person?
0: room with them? Were you in the suburbs? Them? Did you finger blast them? Like, what did you do?
1: <laughs> so, long story short, for two days she just kept beating around the bush, and uh, today, so forty two hours later, she got her test results back, uh, and this was um, in, in the meantime, my sister and my mother went and got tested, and they had their results back before she did somehow. So that was that was weird. So I've been dealing with the oh no, I'm not going to get to see my mum for Christmas because she's going to be, you know, worst case scenario, just running through my mind. Luckily, everyone's negative, everything's all good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what a way to end the week. Although I am officially on holidays now, and I have, I am, I'm no longer required at work until the start of the new year. So that's exciting. I don't know what I'm going to be able to. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. You know, get get to sleep in, maybe change my. Uh, my sleeping routine a little bit now that I don't have to work all night long
0: yeah because I was going to say I was was actually going to ask that so even though because how long you got off two weeks two and a half weeks two and a half weeks so are you going to disrupt your probably not your your nighttime sleep pattern
1: I mean instead of going to bed at seven o'clock in the morning I'll probably go to bed at like four o'clock in the morning Mm. so it won't be too hard to get back into the routine but I won't drastically change it to the point where I'm going to bed at like nine o'clock at night and getting up at you know, when yeah, I would normally go to
0: like that is the difficulty because like it takes, you don't it want long, to disrupt it. it.
1: It takes a long time to get it back,
0: unfortunately. Yeah, I imagine I imagine it would. What about you, how was your week? Uh, look, my week's been been fine. Uh, it's been the usual week, no, nothing too exciting. Uh, I haven't finished work for for the year. I have uh, a couple, a couple more days up my sleeve next week. Um, I am, uh, responsible for training some, uh, some in- inducting some new staff ahead of, ahead of, ne- uh, for next year. Um, so that was a, it's a horrible decision because, uh, I don't think I'm a very good instructor slash teacher or employee. Um, so it's interesting, interesting. That, that it is fair. Like, so that, that <laughs> they, ha- they put that pressure on me and I'm like, look, I, I'm sure I can deliver. I don't know how well, but, um, so that's, that's been, that's been fun. Yes, mate. Who's what? Luke, that one. I'm gonna be gentle. With yeah, sure. Um, oh man, I'm just building transformers and trying to. I right, look, what the? F- how? How the? Far out is this? There we go. All right. If you want to play with, it, you got to play it out. Play it out of the room, okay? Oh, all right. Screw that. All right. Yeah. So my week has been fine. It's been yeah, nothing exciting. Just work primarily uh had uh, a christmas shindig uh la- in the last week sunday sunday Went mm-hmm. bowling uh turns out even uh, after not playing bowling for uh 15 years still pretty bad at it i think i i think i got like 98 which is not good when the best you can get is 300 so um can you buddy can you stay get off? no he can't you want to go play with it in the other room please sorry um it's just yeah, he wants to he wants to hang out and I I want to hang out with him too. But we've still got to do the show. Uh but yeah, so that's about it. I've completely thrown out my momentum. But uh but yeah, my week has been a week. Nothing too uh, really exciting, nothing too much much to report. Uh, even in the games that I've played, I actually haven't played a whole lot this week. Like I think I spent some more times in I spent some more time in uh Death Store, but I think I did that mm-hmm. last week. Have I played games this week? I don't know. Why don't you know, Max? I'm sure I would have told you. Have I played games this week? No, I'm not your mother. <laughs> I'm trying
1: to work out what I've played this yeah, week. Yeah,
0: shit. All right, hang on.
1: I mean, that's a bold-faced lie. I play the same thing every week. I've been playing more Diablo 2. What? I've been playing more Rocket League and I've been a- playing more League of Legends.
0: How's, how's more Destinies going? Because last I remember you were talking about the Destinies and then you've oh, done yeah, some I- stuff since then.
1: Yeah, so obviously with the launch of the the 30th anniversary uh, Bungie DLC for Destiny, so um, they they did a couple of hot fixes, I think, earlier this week. So the the new dungeon is now farmable. You don't get locked out once you've done it once per character per week. Awesome. So um, I'll be hitting that hard this weekend and early next week, most likely, to get all the the juicy pieces of gear. Uh, It's very... Uh, this this I think I mentioned it last week this dungeon is all based around the destiny one loot cave that existed for a couple of months before they patched it out of the game
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's very self-aware of that and uh, there's a lot of inside jokes throughout the entirety of the dungeon in uh, voice logs and collectibles that kind of um, you know take the piss out <laughs> out of it which is really fun um I think I mentioned last week too that you know, it's set up as uh, in the same way as most dungeons are where, it, you know, they're essentially mini raids for three people. There's three big encounters mm-hmm. um, that are essentially, you know, big boss rooms. Uh, one's a puzzle more than a, than a boss encounter itself. Uh, they're all fun. Um well balanced. There is one section that kind of sucks, and it's essentially just a time trial which you use your your Sparrow for, your vehicle. Oh, you're yeah, the little, like, just, the hover it, thing, yeah? Yeah, and yeah. it's just, uh, if you don't defuse the mines in time, it's game over. Suck a big one. And uh, apparently, uh, they thought that was going to be fun, and um, the issue is your Sparrow is made out of paper, so if you take one hit, the damn thing blows up and you die.
0: Cool.
1: Oh. <laughs> and you're on a very short timer, so... Uh, you know, there's some ways around it. It's not too bad. We we managed to get it first try this week, as opposed to like fifteenth time last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, granted, these this is this this whole thing is designed for three people. We've been two manning it the whole time, so we we are a man down to begin with. But uh, th- yeah, it's good. Uh, their 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 solstice event is out now, so um, it's the same. It's essentially same as it is always. Uh, new NPC comes into the tower, and you make cookies for all the other NPCs, and you unlock some cosmetics and some collectibles and some new weapons, and you know all that stuff. You know, it is the season; everyone's doing their Christmas events, and uh, yeah, it's been
0: good. I remember so there was a game that I'd been playing, that I couldn't talk about because of embargoes, and then I forgot about it, and I just remembered what it was: Rune Factory 4. <laughs> <laughs> so i've had I've i totally didn't i did not know you were
1: playing that yeah
0: i totally forgot that i was playing that like i said i haven't played a lot of it but i have played a a, a little bit of it so this game was provided uh, a, re- a review code was was acquired for me um buddy i don't have no idea um yeah so a review code was required for me it was required it was it was gifted to me what's what i looking for it was gifted to me right with the idea of making some requested of me yeah so there was to make some content with player two with paul um because the idea behind rune factory was hey this has got some farming stuff in it you like farming i love farming let's go it turns out there is farming and the farming is part of it however it's wrapped in so much weeb shit that it's a very difficult to get to the farming stuff because like the like the the first, what feels like seventeen hours—it's not really—it's like forty minutes—is just like text-based exposition. Uh, like there's just weebies, and like it's you know you're fighting in this giant f- flying uh, pirate ship. You then fall out of it, land onto some snarky dragon who's like all sassy. And then they think you're a prince of some sort and they realize you're not a prince. And the real prince comes like, hey, well, you're here anyway. Uh, do you want to just farm behind our our castle? I'm like, I I don't know anymore. So there are some difficulties because it is a, like an upport from a 3DS, I think. <clears throat> so it doesn't look all that rad. It's, and it has all like the obnoxious like as you sort of press buttons and stuff. Um, look, I don't really have enough to say about it. Cause I kind the weebiness really distracted me. And I was like, yeah, I was super keen to play it. The weeby lost me. So I was like, I'm going to have to actually dedicate some time to this. What? Don't you be it's shaking. Terrible. Don't you be shaking your head at me in an you audio would, yeah. medium. Oh, it's got too much weeby stuff. It throws me off because like, that's not what I enjoy. Like I don't enjoy the weeby things. Ah. <sighs>
1: i'm still shaking my head at you <laughs> oh. no that's fair i get out
0: like because it, 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 it is one of those difficulty things right like as in like if if there is part of something that detracts you in some way you instantly get thrown off like i like looking at the artwork i'm like i have a feeling this is going to be somewhat you know within that jrpg-esque genre mm. and I, I knowing the history of rune factory as well i, I was i wasn't going in completely blind but like i was going solely. like hey
1: they blindsided me with this oh <laughs> with no this they blindsided memory.
0: me with all the weeby artwork that they have presented this game ever no it's just like i went with farming it turns out the farming was there but not uh, like it's there but it's kind of not what i thought it was going to be i was like oh all right well there you go oh so yeah I will have to spend some time with it some t- more time with it um and i'm gonna have to like really prepare myself uh and go okay cool well that's Let's brace myself maybe,
1: maybe I should check it out maybe maybe the weebiness will embrace me and I can just kind of sludge through the the farming part of it <laughs> you and I can see it from the different
0: side that might be a good idea actually I don't know I don't think I played anything else no I've really had a week away like not on the console playing games like I've I've booted up some Netflix I, I binge is now available on the uh on, on, the, on the on the on the on the console. So I can, there's oh, an app. Yeah. So I, I downloaded the binge app and I was like, ooh, yeah, watch some like John Oliver and stuff. Um yeah, I've really not actually sat down and gamed it this week. It's, kind of, it's weird. Like it's kind of nice, actually. Mm-hmm. Now granted, like we're... You know, like I'm, I am certainly gonna take advantage of the break to play some games and start clearing out the backlog a little bit. In the best, in the best that I can, knowing very well that like February and March are gonna like straight up, uh, you know, sexually assault us. So like, I have to be very, yeah. very aware that I have I'm, to I'm, get some stuff. I'm out of both the way.
1: very, very excited and dreading February.
0: Yeah, it, it it is certainly a mixed emotions heading heading into 2022. Uh, you know, it's just it it is it is it is quite daunting. It's very daunting, in fact. Like we're, but like I think maybe the first episode of twenty twenty two will be looking ahead at games that we're excited for. So no need to. Oh, go. I
1: can't. I can't wait until we rip the calendar up again straight oh, away. I have
0: just yeah. I am not doing a calendar next year. If we do it's digital, and then I can just destroy an iPad or something. It might be easier. All right. So what do you want to do, Max? Do you want to go straight into the game, our, our game conversation no, and let's, back let with bitties?
1: Let's just, no, let's just smash out the quick biddies now. All right. Um, is and the, then we'll, we'll back-end it with the real the real award show. All
0: right. What we should do is like our final Get Less Fat update of the year. As for those of you who don't know, I lost 40 kilos in a product called the Man Shake. Max lost about 15 kilos. Each and every week we come in here and, and on the show talk about our weight loss and keep ourselves accountable. I still haven't weighed myself this week. Still doing shakes, doing whatever. I don't know.
1: As I mentioned last week, I am full on in holiday mode. Uh, although I've been eating so much fruit lately, yeah, because <laughs> uh, my my kids been eating a lot of watermelon, so I've just been like munching on that.
0: My like I said because we're doing this on a Friday and a Friday night, like my my, my momentum is thrown, like yeah. my complete like bang, bang, bang. I'm like uh, I'm a feel disorientated. Well,
1: well I, I stupidly uh, I said to I said to my wife last night. I'm like, hey, you know, with mum possibly coming down. I've got some housework to do. Can you please wake me up in the morning when you get up with Hadley? Yeah, she's like, "Yep, no worries." And then my dumb ass didn't go to bed until five thirty, and then I got woken up at nine thirty. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I chugged like two Red Bulls this afternoon to try and stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that'll, that'll teach me. Yeah, like that's good. Yeah, but look, as I said, like I, I, heading into the Christmas break, like I said, I've, I've had like I, I've been in terms of the, of the diet as I, as I would have discussed last week like I am still doing I'm still shaking every day I'm still having like appropriate meals but I've mm. taken the pressure off. I've taken that step back. I'm like, I don't. Ha- I'm not gonna. Well, as I said, I don't. I don't have access to scales. So like, I've just kind of like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about it. I've I've lost forty kilos, and I don't see myself gaining like ten kilos back or anything. So as long as I stick to what I was doing before, I'll just keep that momentum. It should be fine. Now, granted, mm. I haven't been going to the gym either because i have just been finding myself exhausted at the end of the day. So like, I just don't have the energy to go. And I yeah, hope... at no, least.
1: Lisa- at least it's hot at
0: the moment. You can just sweat that off. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. But like, and once again, over this break as well, I'm hoping to actually go to the gym at most days if I can, just to re, you know, re-engage that that back up again. It's probably why I'm feeling so lethargic at the end of every day. Is because I haven't been going to the gym. I'm just kind of like, ugh. So we need to get back in that routine. Anyways, post Christmas, think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> you might gain some weight. You want to lose some weight. Manshake, mm. <laughs> uh is yes yeah, so it's a meal replacement shake there is a link in the description below bitly bit.ly slash ftp they don't have to buy anything just click the link it helps supports the show uh and helps support max and i etc speaking of fun fact uh we got an email last week from manscaped being like hey mm-hmm. do you guys want to like promote manscaped on your show and i, and I was thinking huh what do you actually chat what do you reckon uh listenership let us know because like we can do it but like if no one's if no one buys or supports it then kind of no point like you know now that we're all thin from man shake we can see our we can see our nuts so we might as well get some trimmers and keep that shit clean right that's what i'm thinking from a promotional perspective and also because every bastard hawks the manscaped right now i'm pretty sure anyone that needed to to keep uh, a, a tidy uh, ball bag has probably already done it. That isn't what you Happy. think. I thought it'd be fun. Get some gooch shavers or something. Some gooch shavers. Yeah, that's the most the most important part. Everyone talks about balls and the butt and the butt crack. It's the gooch. That shit's got to be nice and smooth. That are the ad reads that you'll get, Manscaped, just so you know. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the Sexual Inform the players we tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. And look, everyone's getting ready for Christmas. Not a whole lot went down.
1: Yeah, so we'll just we'll just smash out some quick bitties. So it's that time of the year where everyone looks back and does their year in review. And Pornhub is no different. Turns out PlayStation fans. Are still nasty, with the PlayStation console making up 60.6% of the traffic. Funnily enough though, Ryan, yes. the uh PlayStation Vita is down 75% from last year. Aww. No yep. one's no one's getting their handheld porn hubs.
0: Yeah, no one's pulling their Christmas pud over on the Vita. That's a shame.
1: Uh earlier this week, uh Splinter Cell remake was, an- was announced and is now in early early development
0: yeah early early because they decided to do it this week I guess
1: (laughs) yes Uh, Battlefield 2042 has a Santa versus the elves game mode for Christmas time sure for the second time this year Final Fantasy Online is no longer being sold because there are too many people playing the game following the launch of Endwalker their latest expansion Uh, and also, I believe as of tomorrow, Tom Holland and Zendaya are both joining the Fortnite roster. Yeah,
0: they're being skinned up in the game, aren't they? And
1: they have been skinned up in the game.
0: Look, Final Fantasy 14, not for me, but that's kind of amazing. So I, I
1: believe the technical wording they used was they're not selling it to new customers. So if you already have an account, you can still buy Endwalker, Yay. but you can't create new accounts and buy the game fresh. Oh. Is what I took from it.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: Because apparently the server congestion is just that outrageous that no one can play the game at the moment.
0: <laughs> so
1: they're not selling. So they're not selling it anymore.
0: That's kind. Of, that's kind of insane. It really is. I mean, that's uh, it's
1: good. It's good.
0: Yeah, it's certainly not a bad thing
1: Mm -hmm. i still haven't jumped in i've been good i holding off
0: well done anyway i'm so proud of myself (laughs) here are the top 10 best-selling games for the playstation 4 for the week ending the 12th of december number 10 uh cricket 22 number nine assassin's creed valhalla number eight battlefield 2042 number seven far cry 6 number six gt sport number five grand theft auto 5 Number four, NBA two K twenty two. Number three, Marvel Spider Man, number two, EA Sports FIFA twenty two, and number one, Call of Duty Vanguard. Oh,
1: I should also add for all the GTA. Oh yeah,
0: that, uh, that, that 5, new DLC is out now,
1: is The Dr. Dre DLC is out now.
0: Yeah, I got an update for it. I was like, oh yeah, so cool. it's,
1: it's more story content for online uh that revolves around Dre and Oh, what's the character's name? He's actually in the Fra- the, uh, Franklin. the offline Franklin. Thank you, yeah. And Ch- Franklin and Chop the dog. So yeah.
0: Anyway, so now we have got that news out of the way. Let's get into uh, the the our fifth annual FTP game awards. So for those of you playing at home, whether it be like now, I said in the last episode that I would put this shit on social media. I didn't because I'm incredibly unreliable. All right. As long as, so we, we're all on board. Yes. All right. Cool. So these are the categories that we're working from. Max and I will start with honourable mentions. We'll talk about games that we thought were great for, from this year that w- that should get some mention, but don't fit the categories. So the categories are as they stand. Game of the year will have three to five nominees apiece. Best independent three nominees. Best game of not this year three nominees. And then worst of the year as many nominees as we we want to. Right. So that's how it's going to work. If you have, any, if you guys have anything in the chat, jump on in as we do it. Uh, but y- yes, now Max and I will very likely like this isn't some unified voting system where this is the for the pl- unless we pick the same one, which I don't think we are like it, i'd be like you know here it is here's the game of the year it's not going to happen we're, we're going to have different picks this is max's pick this is ryan's pick everything else from then on in max uh said, we've got enough time like we can just talk about as much or as little as the games as we want so let's get into our honorable mentions what are, what are some of them for you uh near replicant Ooh, nice first, i never jumped one that. on that.
1: it's the first one on my list uh, obviously, uh, this is a re-release of the version that we didn't get here in the in, um, in our region.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so obviously, it is a it is a, an older game. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it the second time around. It was a very interesting change of pace to see the difference in, because obviously uh, the the version that we got originally, um Geral- Geralt that's not it's not Geralt that's that's Witcher i can't think of the, i can't think of the main character's name for the life of me cuz i'm i'm terrible but he's an older man in the version we got uh, and the story revolves around him and his daughter mm-hmm. in Near replicant uh, it's um a brother and sister story oh, and, that's the story right. is literally yeah, now, yeah. exactly the same except the protagonist is is a brother figure not a father figure um so that was interesting Gameplay, for the most part, is exactly the same. Uh, it obviously just looks, feels, runs better. The soundtrack in that game is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and yeah, that's that's the, uh, the first and only on my list because I realized the other game on my list technically came out in December of last year.
0: Well, did it come out after we did our awards?
1: Yes, it would have.
0: Ah, well, then that in that case, I'm happy yeah, as because
1: because it, 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 it was Immortals Phoenix Rising, and I believe it came out the week before we did our show.
0: Uh well, I, actually, I no, I uh, don't think so because I remember playing it, Door Buddy. Yeah, because yeah, I, it, it, I played it because it, it, ca- it made it came, my list. It came out on the
1: third of December.
0: Yeah, but it, I'm pretty sure it made my list. Well uh,
1: then. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, the, I oh, think, yeah. It, it so it technically,
0: came. this would be within your game of not lot, lot this year. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. that's your only honorable mention
1: that is my only honorable mention there's probably more but for the life of me i couldn't uh. so
0: i've got three and because i've been just typing as i go because admittedly (laughs) i made my list like uh, about two hours ago so my honorable mentions are uh in sound mind which was their really cool little independent game um that was sort of uh set within like a, a psychologist who's starting to have their own psyche crumble uh it was a it's a yeah it wasn't it's sort of an independent game it was it was very interesting i never finished it hence why i'm putting it in the honorable mentions but i really enjoyed it i really liked how it handled uh sort of the demonstration of sort of psychological horror but even just just mental health as a concept within the game i really liked i felt that it handled it a little bit differently and a little bit somewhat more sensitively than say other other standard horror tropes uh and it just played well which is which is a big fun for me like from a uh, an aesthetic point of view, from a, 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 a like an art direction, from a feel, an environmental feel, I felt it really delivered. It was a ton of fun. Um, I will, I am hoping to go back and finish it because uh, I remember I was trying to do a trophy run at the same time because I was really enjoying it that much. So I wanted to get the trophies, so I was like, sure uh it takes two is also an honorable mention for me mostly because i didn't finish it either will it would i was it, gonna say
1: how is it an honorable mention how because <laughs> only
0: because i hadn't finished it like i Fair. i've heard there be contention around how the story is told and how the story is finalized and i feel that may be a like a very key definitive thing for me like if i don't know how that story ends or how that game ends i'm unsure whether i can correctly put it in my list so that's that. That is me trying to be somewhat objective about about that. Uh, and then finally was Little Nightmares 2. I really enjoyed it. It was a short. It was a short experience, but it was a lot of fun because uh, I did replay one and two this year. So to have them connect and the looping story that was two, thumbs up. I I liked it so much more than one. Um, I think, you know, I remember there was being uh, like that feeling of like, it could have been a multiplayer game if they wanted it to, because you're, you know, you were sort of uh, escorting the character from one whose name I can never remember. Uh, But they didn't, they went with a single player, still very cool. I like, I hope they would have done it in a third, but then we came to learn that the studio have made the call to no longer do Little Nightmares games, I was like, ah, oh, well that's disappointing, because you're on to something really good, and two was such an improvement over one, like from a, from a, uh, a, a design standpoint, as in the, the characters, the monster designs are really, really cool, the level design was great, the puzzles were fantastic, I really, really enjoyed it, and it's a shame that we may not see another one. Done. Next, we'll get this category out of the way because it's the shitty one. Worst games of the year. Now, normally, we'll preface, we're very lucky because of the games that we play and the games that we review or games that we get access to review copies for, we aren't IGN, right? So we don't have to play everything. We play what we want to play. So nine times out of ten, we're very lucky. We're like, I want to play this game so to catch my interest. And we play it, and it's at least good because we were interested in playing it. However.
1: <laughs> Some shit seeps
0: through the cracks, hence what this category is for. Now I am reasonably confident, Max, that one of the picks for both of us is exactly the same. Yes, and that is the Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition. Yeah. Now you didn't even buy it. I did, like a chump. I bought it for the PS Five, so I spent time with three. I played a little bit of two, uh, a little bit of San Andreas, a little bit of Vice City and this is pre-patch but even with a post-patch we go by what we played at release where possible and that was disgusting (laughs) yeah so
1: i obviously i technically did try and buy it but i wanted it uh in a physical copy because i had a feeling that it could be terrible um and it turns out obviously the physical version was not sold until i believe this week uh, so I is it actually played... out now or is it
0: still... <laughs>
1: I think it is. I'll have so a look. I know I, played... I got delayed. Hang on. I played San Andreas through Games Pass. And yeah, it sucked at launch. It has slightly improved since the patches. I have played it. I played it both pre and post patch. And it is much better than what it was, but it's still rough.
0: Uh, so... Yes, it is available now. You can go and buy it from EBA Games. Hmm.
1: Now, the other game on my list technically came out last year, but was also re-released this year for current-gen consoles, and that is Marvel's Avengers.
0: Because we did go back and play it on P- on PS5.
1: Because I installed it again as soon as it came out on PS5, and it's still rough. Mm-hmm. And the, all the decisions behind it to make it essentially pay-to-win and lower the XP and uh, charge people for XP and... Then taking that option away, but not re-increasing the XP gains in game, it's just a hot mess.
0: Yeah, and like even, and then of course with the forever delayed introduction of Spider-Man, as everyone was like had poo pooed about it anyway, and then it took them so long to actually do that when it finally did drop early this month, everyone's like, eh. like it's a year and a half after release, no one cared, no one cared a month after that game came out, so eighteen months later. Very fat chance. Now, granted, they were nicely able to time it somewhat with Spider-Man: Far From Home. Far From Home? No, no way. Home. No way home. God damn. That um, they were able to go. Oh, cool. I guess it's connected somewhat. No, still didn't save it. The other one that I put on here, I wouldn't say it's the worst game of the year, but it's at least a disappointment for me. And for and for me, that is the Dark Pictures House of Ashes. So. I have gone on record, love the dark pictures. Man of it Down, not that rad, but I still enjoyed it. Uh, uh, Little Hope. Little Hope, I fucking loved. I thought Little Hope was brilliant. Like it's it's, it's great mix of like the Salem Witch Trials with some Silent Hill energy and like some supernatural horror. Loved it. Thought it was fantastic. It had like, yeah, real village sort of, you know, it gets the spooky village Mm -hmm. vibes. It was dope. This, not so much. Now, whether it be because of the, the, military, the, the military aspect of it, which military doesn't really interest me, mixed with the idea of it being sort of your predator, ex-alien sort of horror, which I'm not a big fan of, because I'm like monster horror in that sense of the word, is kind of not for me. Um, but I tried to play it. Could it be that Ashley Tisdale looked jank? Probably. Like there were some aspects of the game that were improved, like the the change of the camera, the ability to move around in the world a little bit differently. Like there were some improvements. However, what we're going there for, which is the story, which is the characters, wasn't there for.
1: Yeah, me. I think that I think the subject material was lacking compared to the first two. Yeah, the gameplay improvements were were fantastic and well implemented. But unfortunately, the the story wasn't there to back up those changes.
0: Absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. Now, like once again, COVID played could have maybe have played a role as well. But the the release cycle of these games because they're doing them every year, every two. No, it's every year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like like they would have. There is still a two at least a two year cycle on them potentially. You know, as one kind of wraps up and the other one kind of comes in. Whatever, whatever. Mm. Um, but it's still like yeah things were already in place things were already in motion but like the downside of them trying to tell these different stories is is might be a bit of a bit of a downside i guess now i haven't seen the trailer at the end of this one so i don't know what the next one holds whether that one is more is more for me who knows i guess we'll find out but uh that was another one that I did want to, I did endeavor to, to go back and finish, um, but I just couldn't get myself to do it. And I think that might be a problem in and of itself. This is about, I have a feeling this might be a relatively short episode, Max, and that's fine. That's fine by me. Uh, next up is the Best Games of Not This Year, or the Josh Saunders Award. For those who don't know, host the, my co-host previous to Max was gentleman by the name of Josh Saunders. And he was notorious and not playing games the year they came out. So we literally had to make a category just for him to acknowledge the games that he has played that released in the year before. <laughs> so Max, what are some of the games that appeared in your list that didn't so release I ha- this year? I have
1: three games on my list. Uh, two of them are very, very easy guesses because I mentioned that I play them every single week, and that is Destiny Two and Rocket League. Uh, the last being. So this Control. is essential. This is
0: essentially our, our uh, ongoing.
1: Uh... Yeah, but the last one is Control.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, obviously, we got the the next gen version this year, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, so I jumped back in then. The game still holds up so well. And, uh, you know, on the back end of us finding out that Alan Wake 2 has been wished into existence, I think Remedy. Uh, the Remedy games are fantastic, especially now that they're, they're creating this Alanverse. You know, there was. Uh, you know, they had that whole Alan Wake DLC in control. There's constant references back to that in, inside the game in, in uh, collectibles and memos and, and uh, audio logs. And it's, it's such an interesting delivery of a game, uh. You know, it, it had one of the best moments I've uh, I've had in games for a while, and that's that. Uh, it the, the, was it the maze,
0: mm, yeah,
1: a maze sequence. You know, you you've got that that heavy metal music coming in, and it's it's very uh inception when when all the things are folding in on themselves, and you've. It was just brilliantly done. That that whole set piece was just fantastically done.
0: Yeah. So like, Control came in number two for us. Was it last year? <laughs> Behind Death Stranding, I think. Yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like, I yeah, I I I loved uh, Control. It's great mix of Twin Peaks weirdness with just absolutely bonkers gameplay, and it was fantastic. I loved it uh i did go back to it on uh ps5 as well but i think other games came in the way so i never got to really see it through because i never dived into the dlc um whether it be awe or the other one which i forget what was called mm-hmm. um yes yeah, so i never i've never went back so oh excuse me um so i yeah i i understand why that would re- would make the list again because it's absolutely fantastic so here are my three picks oh wait yeah yeah so is that your three yeah that's it nice so here are my three now two of these are a little bit cheating because they did technically release this year however they are ports of games from previous years and use you <laughs> you max using the same idea around ps5 ports um, yeah. of ps4 games checks out first one is a given it's story of seasons friends of mineral town so, that, so this was a game that came out about two years ago uh, on the Nintendo Switch. This year, it finally released on PlayStation, which means trophies, which means me playing it on the console that I prefer. And I talked about it when the, when the game did release. For me, a it being a remake of one of my favorite games of all time, Harvest Moon Back to Nature, to me, that game is forever connected with PlayStation, it is that they go hand in hand, and that is the love that I have. It's Harvest Moon, it's PlayStation, having them come together is the absolute dreamiest of dreams for me.
1: And that's crazy, because I first played Harvest Moon on the Super Nintendo. Yes, yes. Uh, I've, in my mind, it's always been it's always been a Nintendo thing.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's super weird. It is super mm. weird wherever you jump in. The second, which is one I've been playing recently, which is Tiny Teen is Assault on Dragon Keep. So they released that one shot earlier in the month, last month. And I loved it. And the time that I spent with it, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, but once again, it is a port. Therefore, it kind of fits within that category. But one of the best games of not this year, which I surprisingly, well, <laughs> unsurprisingly never finished, but I surprisingly enjoyed, was Hades. So Hades, although did technically release on PlayStation this year, but it did release on PC last year therefore it also is bridging that weird line with it being I mean, like, I mean it literally won game of the year last year It did it 100% did and I understand why because after, especially after on the back of playing Returnal Hades is at least to me a much better game Because unlike Returnal, which most of the time felt like it was punishing for punishing sake, and I never truly progressed, every run that I did on Hades, every time that I failed, I felt that I was still progressing. Whether it be how the game continues to deliver story every time you fuck up, tells me that it all makes me feel like I was meant to fuck up. I wasn't, I was a shit, but I, I, it, it kind of took away a lot of that, 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 that a punishment, for lack of a better word. Like, I can't think of the right way to explain it, but really enjoyed Hades. I loved... I actually liked going in with different weapons and trying it. Normally, I pick the weapons, the one weapons, and I stay to it. However, the the game itself did incentivize me to change. It incentivized, incentivized me to look for different boons and just to try different things, which most games, I am very true to. What I know, and I just do the one thing and I go with it. So applaud the game for that absolutely big, big thumbs up for making me do that nice i'm surprised Hades isn't on your list is it on a different part of the list nope. <gasps> you loved Hades how's it not on your list at all
1: yes how's, uh, how's it not an
0: honorable mention even
1: it's just not there,
0: there's so many
1: games that deserve to be on this list that aren't and uh yeah yeah i try and keep a nice tidy list all right, well, let's get into
0: the category of just,
1: be- yeah. Go
0: there. You go. We saying.
1: I was just saying, despite the fact that I mentioned to you that Hades technically didn't come out this year, I just just forgot to put it on my list. Actually.
0: <laughs> All right. So here's the category of best independent, Max.
1: Uh, so I cheated a little bit here. Uh so oh, my actually, we're not
0: we're th- not picking our winners. We're just listing names. So, so worst. So, who was your actual worst game of the year for you?
1: GTA the trilogy yeah, is the definitive edition.
0: best game of not this year.
1: For me, it does have to be Destiny two.
0: Yeah, for me, it has to be yeah. Story of Seasons. Like who the fuck else? Easy. What? what who are All your right, nominees so for
1: best independent? Okay, so number one is Death Star. Uh, is that the winner gets, or is that just a nominee? No, 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 no. Just just nom- nomination number one, Death Star. Uh Nomination number two is Little Nightmares two. And the last one is Solar Ash.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Death Door is obviously fantastic. It's that it's that isometric uh, Souls esque uh, game that you've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. Um, I haven't played it in quite a while. I didn't get as far as you have. Uh, I, I got to the point where other things just came out that took up my time, and I, I for whatever reason I never went back. Uh, Little Nightmares 2 uh, as as you mentioned earlier and as I mentioned when we were playing it the game was absolutely fantastic and for quite some time that game was very much in my game of the year award list. Mm-hmm. Um, the game was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I went back and played number one. I had such a blast with it to the point where I almost got all of the trophies. I think I've, I'm only missing a few. Uh, and I normally don't trophy hunt in games like that I normally don't trophy hunt at all it's not It's not my thing mm-hmm. but I had such a fun time with that game and the way uh, and, and kind of just the fun gameplay loop of the story and how it uh, how it told it was really was really fun and interesting uh, I enjoyed the weird nice um, body horror dysmorphism that they that they had in their like faux boss encounters was cool I really enjoyed that um, yeah, and then obviously Solar Ash. I recently played the last couple of weeks. So I've been talking about that. Uh, that's the puzzle platforming game from the Hyperlight Drifter team. That's been absolutely fantastic, and that is my indie game of the year. Um is that recency like bias, said, Max? It's it's not recency bias. I I enjoyed that game more than the other two. I I love the fact that. Uh, The hardest part of this game, despite the fact that it has combat and boss encounters, is is that the, the difficulty of this game is just the pure platforming and trying to keep your momentum so you can, uh, I think I mentioned how, how the boss fights essentially work. Uh, you have to climb across these Shadow of the Colossus style bosses uh, and you essentially skate across them hitting weak points. And the difficulty is not hitting the weak points; it's keeping your momentum up on the safe zones of the body because they're on timers. So if you don't hit the next weak point uh, before the timer runs out, it kicks you off the boss. You take you take a point of damage, and you can only have a maximum of five health if you've completely upgraded your health. I think I finished the game with two health point with two health points max. So if you screw up twice, it was a, it was kind of a game over reset type thing. That wasn't overly punishing. It it does just send you back to the last checkpoint, so you don't lose any real progress. But um, yeah, that game is so fantastic. And if you're if you're worried about oh it's it's too fast paced combat, the combat is so light. It is more of a puzzle platforming game, and it should be looked at as a puzzle platforming game.
0: Very much so. Fantastic. Also, while we were chatting there, uh, we did receive a follow from Lotharu, and they also say hi in the chat. Hello, Lotharu. How are you doing? so here are my nominees for uh, best independent game of the year number one Trigger Witch once again not the winner this is the nominee number one Trigger Witch so Trigger Witch was uh, Rainbite written by our good friend John Opek. uh I really, really enjoyed this game. It was a really cool twin stick shooter mixed with a very interesting story around the idea of what if mysticism was replaced with guns. It was called ballisticism and it was silly. And I loved it. And there was dumb references across the board. And then you had you ended the match. You ended the game, sorry, in a spoilers, fight with Stalin. It was dope. Like it it was really not what I expected. It played incredibly well. It looked lovely. It was a really, really cool. Uh, sort of independent experience mm. i had a great time with it i really enjoyed it number two is Death door like yourself i've been talking about that game for the last two three weeks i talked about how i've really been enjoying it how it has kind of been my little popcorn game where i kind of just pull it up play it for a little while and take it and put it down uh, even even though it's got the dark souls-esque systems to it I haven't found it to be punishing or or uh, debilitating in the same way that like Hades or Returnal have. Uh, it is a little bit easier and different in that way. I whether it be, whether it be the ability to see everything in three sixty because that isometric view, that's fine. Uh, I'm enjoying the story is as not deep as I'm really diving into it. I believe that yeah, aesthetically it is 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 fantastic. I love the style that they've chosen to go with it musically. like the audio is is great as well. Character designs are really cool. I like being a little bird with a sword. That's awesome. Uh, and then the little creatures and monsters are, are fun fun as well. However, the third nominee and the unquestionable winner, for me this year for best independent game is Keena Bridge of Spirits this is going to be a given I praised the absolute shit out of that game when I played it because the game is amazing from a technical perspective the game is awesome it is by far one like one of the best looking games ever to grace the PlayStation or at least the PlayStation 5 like if you want to look at it like forever all we hear about are games that are. Uh, you know, they're like, oh, they're they're they're, they're, they're like Pixar games. No, Keena is a Pixar game, and like it, it has the same sort of you know puffy cheek little characters, and and they are all look adorable, and it looks clean, it looks beautiful, absolutely stunning. Then to make matters even better, the story is phenomenal. You know, like and once again, like as you sort of see the little the details of of the character that you're playing, because Kina is. She's, she's a bridge she's someone that like she's literally someone that gets spirits to the end of to to move on to the next realm so throughout the story that you have there are three areas i believe or a four areas three or four areas where you go through and you and you are essentially there to help these spirits transition into whatever the next realm is and uh, this game had me crying multiple times and I think Max, compared to you or I, for your like you are an individual that loves gameplay over story most of the time, right? Uh, like story still works for you, but like, especially with your love for Soulsborns and whatnot, gameplay I mean, for you is I'm, more important.
1: I mean, you could argue that to a certain degree, but then you know you look at my game of the year last year, which was Death Draining, and it's the story that won me over for that. Yeah, so it it does depend. Uh, I, I'm one of those people that if the game if I'm having enough fun with the gameplay the substance of the story doesn't affect me as much like if it's I can I can still enjoy myself playing the game because I'm enjoying the way the game plays and the the alternate can be said of I can still enjoy a game that may look not as good as something else or may not play as well as something else if the story is compelling enough to get me through it hmm much in the way that you know, obviously Death Stranding looked fantastic, but gameplay-wise, there wasn't much to it. It was the story that was pushing me forward that wanted me to get through that.
0: Yeah, because like if so. you if you look back at my last three game of the years, right, we're looking at really good story games. We're mm. looking at Last of Us Part Two, Death Stranding. Uh, oh, Death Stranding was 2019. Last of Us was last year, uh, and Control was the year before. Uh, yeah, and then God of War, you know, like, we're looking, the last three years have been completely story-driven choices, so you can understand why, why Kena would hit me in such a way, and because I'm a big sucker, I'm a big sucker for emotional stories, big sucker for a, ca- like, a character drama, and, like, the idea of, you know, an individual sort of helping these, these characters grieve and process and move on to the next thing, right up my little angsty heart, I, I would imagine the
1: Keener would have been on my list had I played the game.
0: Yeah, it probably... It, why the hell haven't you played it, Max?
1: <laughs> I think I've played like the first five minutes.
0: Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Bridget's, uh, Keen, Keena Bridges Spirits, unquestionably um, one of the best games of the year. Uh, now, Max, here it is, big time. Game of the year for the fifth annual for the players. Okay. So do you want to do in no particular
1: order for the first four and then the last one is our winner? And we'll, Yeah, as I haven't go, decided go, a winner yet, um, yes. I was going to say, do you want to go one for one?
0: Yeah, sure. All right, you go, yeah, so you, you go first. While well, <laughs> I work
1: so, out my five. First up on my list is Outriders.
0: Hey, well, in that case, Outriders will be the first one on my list. There we go. <laughs>
1: um, Outriders ticked all the same boxes that Destiny 2 ticks for me in a, except in a third-person shooter. Uh, I'm a sucker for those cooperative-style hero-esque looter shooters. Uh, Outriders ticked all the boxes for me. Uh, I kind of fell off at the end game. I didn't find the end game uh, loop to be overly compelling, uh, as it was essentially just a wave shooter. Whereas, uh, you know, for example, Destiny 2 has the difference of, you know, there are the nightfall strikes, there are the big raids, there are the dungeons. There's PvP. It has a lot of options for you to do endgame content and that uh, to to change up your your loot loop essentially. Whereas I found I was doing running the same mission over and over and over again in Outriders to get that one specific piece of gear that were uh, that would help me with my build. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I enjoyed my time with it. The story was interesting. The gameplay was fantastic. Um, But unfortunately, the the end game didn't land, and that's where I kind of fell off.
0: Yeah, so for me, very similar to Dest, uh, not the Division 2, uh, which I gave zero fucks about that story, and it was entirely the gameplay that pulled me forward. Outriders was exactly the same. I Mm -hmm. thoroughly enjoyed playing outriders i couldn't tell you a dick about the story there were some parts i remember happening i remember there being like some dude in a wheelchair at some point or a woman in a wheelchair at some point i don't know but for me it was that cover-based shooting that was so much fun to play that i enjoyed going in and specking my gear and just playing it through and i yeah absolutely loved it from that from that sense uh it did feel a little bit long in the tooth as i thought that i didn't i'd finish the game like jokes on you there's more so, that part was probably one of the biggest attractors for me uh, from the game itself. Gameplay was tight. Once I finished the campaign and I, similar to yourself, got into that end game and realized it was wave based. And by the time I got to it, no one I know was playing it. So, there was no, like, there was no, you know, you were done, and you were done with it. I'm pretty sure you're playing it on Xbox too. No, no, I played on oh, PlayStation. Well, there you go. So, I was just like, ah, oh, well, I've got no one to, to run the end game with there it is done yeah admittedly like um because <laughs> throughout this year i did do my cert four in mental health and that was done via zoom at home um and i spent a big time of that playing outriders so um shout out to outriders for getting me through my cert four uh
1: next up on my list is scarlet nexus
0: i have not played this, this is all you <laughs>
1: Uh, So Scarlet Nexus came out earlier in the year. It it was a big JRPG, Uh, again, ticking all the right boxes for me. Uh, It was one of those uh, dual storytelling. So you had two protagonists, uh, one female character, one male character. They each experienced the same story, but from different point of views. So you get to play through the both of them. Uh, uh, In typical JRPG fashion, you do have the backup of team members, which allowed you to use... uh, uh, special abilities that would enhance your character to allow them to use uh, special powers, special attacks throughout um, throughout the game. The story was compelling. Uh, the 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 gameplay itself was tight, fun combat, uh, but unfortunately, there was just you know, I enjoyed my time with 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 something else on my list a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Not too bad, like yeah, because Scarlet Nexus was like this was the flower pot people, yeah yes yeah, yeah. so yeah. i remember seeing this at a state of play and being like this is really cool and then a re- i remember a review a review code coming through and i was like max check it out and let me know and you're like do not play it ryan i'm like no worries <laughs> max like just yeah, the, this the, the is cool definitely pot not a year game yeah the cool flower pot enemies is not enough um to to get me across across the line um now look i i've only somehow got four uh game of the year nods um this one can i pull one from out of my butt somewhere where else uh... no i cannot nope no i can't i'm gone before all right next up uh Would you like to just go again then <laughs> yeah just go again then uh next up
1: is the second jrpg on my list and that is tales of a rise
0: The game that took you so long to complete. The game
1: that took me so long to complete. I I played it for what felt like forever. I think my final finishing time was like 30-something hours. Uh, In the grand scheme of things, it probably wasn't that long. I just felt like we Uh, talked about
0: it every week for the better part of six
1: months. In in terms of uh, JRPG time, the story for that game was absolutely fantastic. It went to some really, really interesting places. Uh, the way uh, both uh, the protagonist who suffered from what i'm suffering from now the thing that i can't i can't
0: memories
1: uh, memory loss yeah yeah he loses his memories thank you um for some reason i had uh, um insomnia in my mind I definitely <laughs> amnesia not, is the
0: word you're wanting
1: <laughs> amnesia is the word i'm looking for thank you uh yeah so the you're a protagonist who suffers from amnesia. so you're you're getting your uh, your memories back throughout the game all the people in your party all have their own back uh very interesting intriguing backstories as to why they're there with you as to why they're helping you uh and it's essentially a a war of the worlds um you know it in it talks about essentially like uh, the difference of races because there's there's an upper class and a lower class citizen uh, citizenry in in the in the in the world that you're playing in. Um, there's the yeah, it was just a, a very interesting way to to put forward the story. Uh, this would have been my game of the year, but it does something that a lot of JRPGs do that I tend to not like, and that was. Uh, At a a specific point in the game, they realize that the game has gone on for too long, and then they just hit you with like eight hours of exposition to wrap up the story very quickly. (laughs) And it kind of puts a big halt on what you're doing, uh, because the game is very much split into two parts, and part one is significantly longer than part two, but part one has all the fun gameplay elements in it, whereas part two just smacks you around with exposition for a while and then wraps everything up nicely.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nice. Once again, a game that I was like, oh, maybe, and then you went, I mean, it, no. I
1: mean, it does have farming in it, <gasps> but again, it's trapped behind all that weebiness.
0: <sighs> and I have a feeling this game is even more weebier than, uh, than Rune Factory.
1: Most likely, yes. Yeah.
0: Anyway, my next uh, Game of the Year nominee uh, is Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Now, admittedly, uh, just like the actual Game Awards, I had slim pickings. I like, I pl- I did play a lot of games this year. I ended up playing, like, what, 30, 40-something? Uh, what, what, what was my final count by the end of the year? It was... I played 31 games and I finished 13. So that would be... Uh, 44. So it's the, it's the least amount of games I've played in the last handful of years. Compared to previous years, like 50 and 60 and stuff. Um, so like even my, I had relatively slim pickings. Cause like there were a bunch of things that were fine, but I think, I guess a big sort of thing for this year is mostly cause I haven't played like Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think would a hundred percent be making my list had I played it, at least from what I'm seeing. Uh, you know, I'm like, oh, cool. All right. So I get go with this Ratchet and Clank. It was dope uh i really enjoyed it from a story perspective i thought uh it was really cool in terms of a continuation of the greater ratchet and clank story i really enjoyed uh the in, the, the introduction of ratchet and kit especially i thought kit was great uh because as the character kit sort of brought in some some mental health aspects which tickled my fancy the game looked amazing it played really really well but I would still argue that what the game was doing, quote-unquote, in terms of its next-gen delivery of the rifts, were all in linear in- linear encounters, and it's very likely you could have done it on any other console. I truly don't believe that it is as next-gen as they claim to be, from a get- from a delivery, from an aesthetic and an appearance, for sure. It's probably the only Platinums that I got this year, and uh, went out of my way to get, so I think that should credit us alone but i still really really enjoyed it was i absolutely blown away by it no but i still really enjoyed my time with ratchet and clank
1: yeah uh yeah ratchet and clank is not on my list (gasps) it is also one of the other games that i play one of the only games i platinum this year um but yeah did not did not make my list
0: what did make your list
1: Sorry, I'm getting, my, my computer's going haywire because apparently I have like 900 meg free on my Windows drive and it's going mental. So I just had to quickly delete some stuff because <laughs> <laughs> Audacity saves to that and it's having a whinge. Uh, next up, so this is number four, obviously fourth in the list of five, not necessarily in any order, but the next one up is Returnal. Man, I really, really enjoyed that game up until the point where it screwed me over. <laughs> so uh, basically there's, once you, once you finish the loop, once you've finished your first run, you get to a point where you can unlock keys and the keys are in randomly generated rooms in random locations in each run because that's how the game works. These keys are one of the only persistent items in the game. So if you die after you collect the key, you do get to keep the key because you need to collect all six. There's one in each of the different biomes. I collected all six. And then for some reason, the game's like, nah, man, you've only got five and I have yet to be able to find that last key again. Which means I can't see the final cutscene, And that kind of just grinded me up. And i haven't played it since (laughs) look uh but it it, for a long time it was the game that i went i've got 20 minutes i'm gonna do a quick returnal run Mm. and it was the game that i enjoyed going to to pick up
0: and play see for me returnal had so much potential and in terms of something that i would like Mm. because it looked cool it played really really well but what i found was that it's the the rogue parts of it were almost too brutal like the yeah. the complete rng of the game i believe it's to its detriment because i spent more time feel like i was hitting my face against a wall and never actively progressing because there is there were no ongoing skills there was no ongoing growth like I, it felt completely up to chance if i had a good run yeah and I don't have time to just keep trying and trying and trying until I get a run that goes well like I managed to get all the way to the third bot, the final boss of the third realm uh, and then the game just punched my face in and like this is becoming very quickly not fun for me I found that boss to be the hardest of the six yeah which is balls because I had <laughs> such a hard time with the first and the second one <laughs> and like I don't have the skill set whether it be in the twitch base twitch based shooting or uh, any skill to do, to to be good at the game. I don't I really don't. Yeah. So like that is a downside for me. But then uh, you know it's just it looked cool. it played well. it was fun to play when I did, but that constant just really feeling like you're never went never actively winning is not fun for me. Now, granted, yeah. I think at the time I was also having a bit of a shit time, just in general. So then, then having a game that was just like additionally kicking my face in didn't work for me. Yeah. So it didn't help. That's fair. But yeah. I can understand why for many it would be in the game of the, year, game of the year lists, and I completely agree with them on their reasons as to why it would be. Just for me, not the case. Not the case at all. Ah, let's see. What else was in my list? Ah, next up was Far Cry 6. I love Far Cry games. It was easy. It's a given. So jumping back into this, I'm like, cool. It's more Far Cry. However, there does feel like that there is more to it. it. It is, in some ways, just another Far Cry game. But there is enough differences within it. To me, that I find interesting. Now, is it like I kind of liked uh, Joseph Seed as a villain a bit more than I do, and uh, you know uh, Anton Castillo. But I think that there is enough that is engaging about him for me to to pro- to progress further. Some of the downsides of it: the game is dense, uh, and I've, I've put like 25 something hours into it, and I'm I'm nearly cleared the second area. I'm like that's a lot and then there's like four areas plus the plus taking on anton at the end i'm like ah this can't go any higher because it's just taking so long for me to finish and whether i finish it i, I probably won't but i i still loved it i absolutely love playing it like every time i jump in then i go yeah and i start shooting things and blowing up things and just enjoying it and having fun and using the big fuck off jetpack like the game's good Far Cry is good, and I enjoy taking out hideouts and gang base, gang bases and whatnot, and stealthing my way through. Absolutely love it. To me, game's great. Hundred percent fitting of, of being in that in that space. Oh yeah. Now, is this your final pick? Is this your game of the year? This is my final
1: pick, and this is my game of the year. All right. It's it takes two. Nah, now I, you know, I mentioned this at the time when I played it. I managed to convince my wife to play it with me. My wife's not a big gamer. The only games she plays are Tomb Raider and and uh, Uncharted. I managed to get her to play this game with me. She had an absolute blast. I had an absolute blast, and I think that it's eh, not only did I really enjoy the game itself and the story and the way that that was presented in its gameplay and its, and its cooperative nature, but I also just have, I just have that, uh, it was just a really good experience to share with my partner as well. And that is why it is my game of the year, for all of those reasons. Like the game itself is fantastic, but the experience I got out of it by playing it with my partner, I feel made it so much better. So, yeah you know the game is fantastically balanced for a co-op shooter it it, it doesn't feel like um you, you can play it with someone with vastly different skill levels to yourself because because of that teamwork function it, it allows you to be able to help that player through those hard parts that are that maybe be a little bit more difficult for them and it was just a, it was just such a fun game despite the the very serious story content that it was delivering. Um, you know, we we had such a blast with it and it, it is such an e- an easy recommend if you have someone to play it with. It is a game that definitely deserves to be played.
0: Yeah, as I we mentioned- went,
1: We went- After we played this, we went back and tried to do- um, Is it A Way Out? Was yeah. the, the previous one? We tried to do that- that wasn't clicking with us so much. Yeah, it's a lot more serious
0: um, in tone.
1: It is a lot more serious in tone. Um you know, being that the, the story of the, the two brothers or the, the, the two, yeah, it was just and you know, I I didn't it didn't click the same way.
0: No, oh, I don't think they were brothers. That, no, that's the first game that that, that Fire Sprite did. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Hazelight, um, sorry.
1: Um Yeah, so it just didn't click with us in the same way that that what um It Takes Two did. That's fair. What is your game of the year this year, Ryan?
0: I originally didn't you, know what my game of the year just was. just picked. Yeah, I've just picked p- purely because I just eliminated the rest. Therefore, my game of the year, I guess, is Resident Evil 8 Village. And, like, as I sit here and I think about it, like, I was I was going to put Outriders in there, as maybe is my game of the year, because I enjoyed the gameplay of it so much, and I, I, I knew that was going to be in my list early on. But then I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? No, it ha- it's Resident Evil. Unquestionably. Because, A, like, do- is the game perfect? No, not at all. Like, there were some gripes that I had with it. However, I do believe it is one of the best games that I have played this year. For a number of different reasons. A, I have really enjoyed these first-person Resident Evil remakes. Now, and, and Resident Evil in general. So I am new to Resident Evil. Like, I played 4 back in the day. I played 5 back in the day. And I didn't really think too much about it. But it wasn't until at Resident Evil 7 and then 2, 3 remake plus 8 that I really fell in love with that franchise. like A lot. So I thought, know so Seven's great. And then 8 is just an extension of that. What I loved about 8 is... Is the continuation of, of that story, continuation of those characters, and I and I do love how the game presents. Now, as a, as the time of re- when I did review the game, I did mention about how I felt that there was a disconnection between the overall story because uh, it was very it was divided up into these carnival of horrors as the uh, the game director created talk about right so how is each of the uh members of the the greater family uh were essentially different forms of horror where lady d lady dimitrescu in in the castle is very reminiscent of resident evil one you know there's a lot of backtracking metroidvania-esque running around a castle slash mansion then you had like the psychological horror then you had body horror then you had that weird cyborg futuristic you know army of frankenstein sort of vibe in the back end as well like they really hit all these different types of horror with the village itself being this center point in the middle and i i i do believe the game did fall short by not having a a greater connected narrative however i do believe the parts of it delivered in such a way that i still really enjoyed myself like the lady d you know castle opening the beginning fantastic that creepy house when you dick about in the basement absolutely horrifying and I loved it even the monster horror of uh, 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 what's his name
1: oh the fish lad
0: yeah I want to say uh, Marvin Monroe but that's the character from the Simpsons no it's um oh Whatever his name is, it's based on the idea of like that planet, you know, that episode of uh, Treehouse of Horrors where they go to the island and they do all the cool things. That one is for me. I enjoyed him as well. I enjoyed the dude at the back end. The big boss fight was great. The story, the story throughout it, how they how they connect it to not just Moreau. Moreau, yes, thank you. Uh, The way they connected it to Seven. Is great the way they've integrated it with the remakes of two, three, and the upcoming remake of four, which is not officially announced. But we know it's coming. Like the way they've been able to weave all this together is an absolute plus because, at least in my understanding, Resident Evil for the longest time has seen, because of its amount of spin-offs and and mainline games and changes and changes in genre, it has felt relatively disconnected. And I think they've gone out of their way to bring it all together as one collective narrative. Uh, and I love it. And I love it for that. So, there you go. My game of the year. Not because of the giant big booby lady. Resident- 100% because of the big boobie lady. Looking to play the role. Uh, Resident Evil 8 Village. Ryan's game of the year. Uh, I guess.
1: I must admit, I really enjoyed my time with Resident Evil 8. I just found it to be not a Resident Evil game. It seemed like way too linear, and it took away, like, that backtracking is a very core part of what the resident evil series is and 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 yeah for the most part that game was very linear it was okay you finish this section you now go to this section and then you just go through that section once you hit the end of the section there's a boss and then you go back the way you came there's
0: a little backtracking in there but not in the same way so like hey there's a couple of things there's some treasures you should go look at hmm but yeah and the same level of backtracking like when when we played 2 remake and it was like you know go to the police station now go down to the thing and then come back and then go over there and then come back again like that's the shit that I love yeah but there you go there you have it let it like let us know what your games of the year were in those categories. Game of the year, best independent, best game of not this not this year, uh, as well as your worst game of the year, including honourable mentions. Chuck them on our socials, in the comments below, wherever you want to to share that. Now, as we said, this is the final episode of 2021. Thank you so much for t- for spending. The x amount of hours that we deliver in playstation pod every week for this year we cannot thank you enough i say it i say it most weeks one of the most valuable things you can give someone is your time thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with us i cannot believe that we have that i have been doing this playstation pod for five years this is our fifth uh, this is our fifth game of the year awards. I cannot believe that I've done this for this for, for this long. It's been absolutely insane, and uh, there are individuals that have come later on. There are people that have been here since day one. Thank you, thank you, so much. I, I I do still love doing this show each and every week. You know, I as I as I've talked about on this show, I've had a pretty garbage year. The front of the year was rough. The middle of the year was okay the back end of my year has been shit um but one of the highlights of each and every week is coming in and talking playstation with you uh the chat and especially with you max um i've 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 loved doing this once again another another year with you um yeah it's been super
1: fun so this this is now my second game of the year uh show with you guys um yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been just what just over two years now? Yeah, bit, pretty bit much yeah. Two years and yeah, it's been it's been an absolute blast.
0: And like of course, like, you know, mixed with last year and this year we've continued the, the 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 doing of the online, you know, sort of streaming but not in the same house. Um and look that that's about to get even more in the new year, sadly. Um you guys all find out in time. Uh, what the changes will be around around uh, the what how this show will deliver, but the this, the content itself will be the same. It may just look a little different for a while. Um,
1: <laughs> it's like, don't worry, guys. The mediocre content will still. Be- <laughs> but you are
0: still getting the average, the, the perfect six out of ten content. It's just going to look a little bit different for 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 a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I honestly can't thank you, Max. I can't thank you all. Uh, enough and i can't, of course i can't thank um the 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 companies that that support us and work with us whether that be the likes of playstation australia whether that be capcom and turn Left distribution Bandai namco and square enix and ubisoft we are very very lucky and very privileged to be in the position that we where we are now granted we've worked our butts off to get here so it's like it's not you know it's not just kindness of their hearts we are we have earned it but they, they could stop at any minute. We are a small channel. We have been for this whole time. We haven't seen a lot of growth really, to be honest. We had a big boom at the start and we've stayed steady since. So they, you know, they they don't have to support us, but they still do. So thank you to to all of them as well. Um,
1: maybe they'll, maybe they'll, maybe we can entice more people if we, um, we're better, if we get manscaped in and we, we shave up
0: yeah maybe if we trim our body hair people are like oh damn i can tell they have less body hair i we should tell more people about their show
1: uh-huh.
0: and of course this year you know even though i've been doing the man shake for a year the man shake have come on as supporters of the show to help uh, uh to be you know i guess a, a sponsor for us like or at least for me <laughs> you know like they help support our journey each every week and i hope that we've been able to uh, help some people and you know anyone that's done, has picked up uh, up the shakes and giving it a go this year you know I don't think you certainly planned on losing 15 kilos this year this year Max no but it, it's been great yeah yeah it has been it has, it's been a good year so we don't know what, ta- what when we're coming back in, in January likely in the middle of the month uh, maybe the 17th around about there um, is what I was ho- what I was hoping um, but we'll wait and see so for the last time of 2021 Max Send us home.
1: This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9am on those YouTube's. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us in the new year, come and check out our socials: Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below.
0: If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to Twitch.tv/ThePopCultures, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can patreon.com slash as well as our merchandise store, popcultures.com shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. And until 2022... I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. Hope you all have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We look forward to seeing you then.
1: Yeah, so I hope everyone has a safe and happy holidays. Bye. Bye.